Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to the Automation Morning Show for Friday, January 27th, 2023. My name is Sean Tierney, and as we do each morning, we'll get started with what's new in automation and take a look at the news. And uh, we'll start off with new products from Automation Direct. You can see here they announced they have some new end of arm tooling and they have new Rhino DC to DC converters. Next up, we have information about new features in the top server from Software Toolbox for Aviva 6.13. And there's some pretty cool stuff in here. Um, one of the things they uh, talk about is uh, improved communications with Siemens. So if you're using S7 1200 or 1500 PLCs, um, they've really improved the uh, communications to those devices. So, and there's a lot of other uh, new information in there. If you use Aviva, if you use Software Toolbox, you may wanna check them out. Uh, next up, we have an article from Universal Robots. And this article talks about the next era of collaborative automation. And basically what they're talking about is how customers uh, driving the development of cobots and of course this makes sense any good vendor or OEM or integrator is going to listen to what the customer needs and try to tailor what they offer to that customer as much as possible some things you just can't afford to tailor right so we've all been down that road before but I really thought this was an interesting article reading through it I thought they had talked about a lot of uh, important topics and so I thought it was interesting and I wanted to share it with you Next up, we have an article from the ISA over at automation.com. And this is another uh, article about robots. It's how you can integrate them into uh, communication networks. And I believe this article was sponsored by Mitsubishi because they go into TSN. Now we've talked about TSN quite a bit in past shows. And uh, as I was reading through this, they were talking about the CC Link Partner Association. You think of that as like the ODVA or, you know, uh, PI or one of those networking organizations, standard, standards organizations. And um, I thought it was a pretty good article and they really go into, you know, what the what they're looking to do in the future, but also, um, you know, what they've been working on for the last few years, especially when it comes to TSN and why is that, why is that important? So I wanted to share that with you. And also another article from ISA, this talks about some high-speed applications that needed high-speed temperature uh, measurements. And so um, I thought this was very interesting because it's contactless temperature measuring. And so if you're an application that requires that kind of uh, uh, temperature measuring, or if you just think that's an interesting topic, I wanted to share this article with you. I, I enjoyed the article myself. And one more from ISA, the importance of cyber resiliency in OT. Now, this uh, talks about um, some uh, recent uh, recommendations from the National Institute of Standards and Technology, NIST. And, um, this probably won't be technical enough for the audience of this show, but it might be something good that you can give up a management if they're not understanding why uh, cybersecurity on the OT side is very important. So I thought this would be a good primer. And then we can follow it up with another story. This one from AMT, the Association for Manufacturing Technology. And they have a pretty detailed series here about cybersecurity. So I wanted to share that with you. Not only is this article good, but um, they also have a whole series here. I'm just going to go to the bottom. You can see the series here. And uh, so this may be a follow-up for anybody in your management who's not taking cybersecurity seriously. Maybe this is a follow-up. You say, look, this is going to describe everything we got to do. This is important stuff. Um, if anybody out there has never put a computer directly on the internet, not through 
like a router and a firewall, but you try to put a PC directly on the internet, doesn't matter if it's a Mac or a PC, it will be hacked the same day. So back in the day when I was running a like RSV32 Active Display Server, that dates me, um, you know, I've just connected it right to the internet, right? And uh, man, it was hacked all the time. And um, that's because there are just, uh, you know, automated code out there looking for computers to hack. And now, after, you know, in a, we live in a post-Stuxnet world where, uh, you know, the idea of hacking, uh, you know, manufacturing equipment is now out there. And, uh, you know, you want to be very careful with your facilities. We see, we have seen what happened, especially with the pipeline, I guess, is the latest example and how that affected everybody's lives down there when they weren't able to get fuel and, you know, the price of uh, fuel doubled overnight. And it's just not a good thing. And then, of course, the company, you know, had to pay a large uh, a large uh, uh, ransom, you know, to, for the ransomware that was installed. So, um, you know, it may not just be your PLCs you're worried about, right? It may be your SCADA systems. It may be your HMIs. It may just be your smart switches you have out there, right? So um, very important topic, and I wanted to pass that along. Next up, for those of you who are, have a background in electronics like me, um, this is an article from DigiKey. They have an uh, excellent electronics series. And, uh, you know, I mean, we got to get, in, in our industry, you know, knowing NPN and PMP is great, but it's good to have a deeper knowledge of electronics, right? And so um, this talks about why and how to apply GAN field effects transistors for efficient higher voltage switch mode power applications. So this just will help you broaden your application unless you're working for a vendor and you're actually designing uh, the circuit boards that are going to our IO cards and other products. Um, this will just help you get a... Uh, deeper understanding they talk about igbt's here and whatnot and i just i really enjoyed the article i thought it was uh brought back some of my college days and, and transistor theory and all of that good stuff but uh, i wanted to share it with you uh next up we have on our pub crawl we have only one document today and it's a new manual from emerson on the fisher hpns control valve so um i know a lot of you out there are in process uh, applications and you have lots of control valves all throughout your facility so I wanted to pass this along, and uh, I don't have any control valves here in the office, but uh, I know many of you do. So if you're using this particular valve, you now you know there's a brand new manual on it. Next up, we have our product spotlight of today. And today I'm spotlighting my Siemens S7 uh, 1200-1500 online course. We talked about this last week. I will be uh, uh, raising the price. It won't be 50% off much longer. Um, this is a, uh, a course, I, I don't know, this is like, 19 different sections of this course. I try to take everything from, especially from those users who never used Siemens before, I try to really bring you in and help you understand how Siemens does things. And I try to relate everything back to the, you know, the IEC 61131-3 standard, because uh, that's kind of like the baseline where everything flows from. So if you're looking at, hey, why don't they do a one-shot? Why is it a, a P contact, right? Well, you'll know why, because we go back to the IEC 61131-3 standard, and we talk about what the standard says. And then when we look at the organizational blocks and the function blocks and the functions, we relate those directly back to the standard, so you understand where this terminology came from. So with that, I just wanted to uh, put that over there. If you have any pre-sale questions about the course, you can put it here. I believe the course is 12 hours of lecture. Okay, that doesn't include any optional exercises you want to do on your own. I do show you how to get the free, you know, 21, I think it's a 21-day trial of TIA Portal. And, uh, of course, I caution you not to start it, start using it until you're ready to do all the labs, okay? So, um, but those are all optional. I understand that a lot of people will be taking the course at home. 
and will not have access to hardware or even the free simulator that comes with the software because they maybe they don't have a PC at home. Maybe they have a Mac or they're just using a tablet or something. So in any case, I wanted to highlight that. Um, and from there, I wanted to talk about video files. Now, this was a webinar that happened early in the week. I didn't catch it because um, they were promoting it via a pop-up and I had a pop-up blocker on, which I have now turned off. And um, in any case, uh, this webinar listing, right? So this happened uh, on the 25th, so on Wednesday. But if you click here to register, you get immediate access to the recorded webinar, right? So you, you can watch the video right away. This is an introduction to Unitronics. Now I've heard the name over and over again. I know they had PLCs and HMIs and other stuff, but I really didn't have an idea of what their, uh, what their system was like. So I went ahead and I signed up, I got immediate access and they did a great job going through not only the different hardware they have available. On one note here, the seminar does start in earnest at seven minutes. I put that over at automate.news in the link, but they go through the software too. Um, I really think they did a great job. I just wish they would for the recording stripped out all the dead space because there's dead space at the beginning and then between the different questions they answer. But they did a phenomenal job going through the basics of how to, what the hardware comes in, the three different styles of PLC HMIs and, uh, and the software, walking through the software. You know, if you have Unitronics in your plant and you're kind of like, it's a black box, I need to know how to use it. This is a great first start. I think they did a phenomenal job. They also answered some questions at the end. So um, just want to say a good job to them, kudos. And um, I just wish there was a way to, uh, this is go to meeting in the background. I just wish there was a way to uh, make it play faster because I'm trying to get through so many different sites every morning that it would be good if go to meeting would add a control to allow you to do one and a half speed. So in any case, um, I wanted to share that event with you now. So in any case, I wanted to share that video with you now. Um, the next thing I want to talk about, and this is today's tech tip, is how to get a free copy of Connected Components Workbench. And I do have an article here, which I'll be updating. You can see the website has changed drastically since this time. So let's go over to ab.com. And here, what we're gonna do is we're going to go to support, but then we're going to go to the PCDC, okay? So when we wanted to get RSLogix uh, earlier in the week, we went to drivers and firmware, but here we wanna go to the PCDC. So we'll start there. And then here we're gonna go downloads by product. And from there, we're gonna go ahead and type in connected components. And here you can see connected components workbench, right? That's what we wanna get. I also wanna point out connected components building blocks and connected components accelerated toolkit. These are sample code for the MicroLogics and for the Micro 800 that you may wanna to grab totally free. Actually, I've, I've done a lot of work with these, the Connect Components building blocks, and we'll be putting that into my ultimate uh, MicroLogics course that's uh, coming up this summer. Um, there's some great stuff in there, right? So, um, and then the Accelerated Toolkit's very similar to that for the Micro 800. But what we're interested today in is the Connect Components Workbench. Um, you can choose any version you want here. Um, I don't know if they allow you to get the red versions, but I'm gonna go ahead and just grab 21. And now I'm gonna go to Downloads. And then from here, this is the tricky part. You're gonna find the little. Now, um, at this point, if you click on this little download link, you will have to log in. I'm already logged in, so I won't have to do that. But uh, you have to find this little itty bitty download link here. And then I'm already logged in. So it brings me to this page. And you can see there's a bunch of different stuff you can download here. You got the, uh, the actual software itself, right? And then we have the English manual, some sample code, 
and remote access tool, okay? So I downloaded these three this morning and testing it out, make sure everything was working. So now I'm just gonna download the software. And uh, I'm gonna download now. And you may see a prompt in the middle there to accept the license agreement. Here it is. Okay, so we'll accept and download. And it will automatically download a, uh, a file that you wanna open and run. If you try to open and run this file and it does not work, then what you wanna do is you wanna go back to this window. But let's open that file and show you what happens. I'm gonna run it. And this brings up Rockwell's automated downloader. It's a pretty good tool. In years past, it was a little clunky, but they've really done a great job on it. And one of the things to point out here is you see this open link right here? This link is where you can see the folder. You can go right to the folder where it is. Now, before it's downloaded, you can change the folder if you have a different place for your downloads, and it will copy that over to the folder you change it to. But in any case, um, I just leave it in CRA, and then you can click open here and get access to your files, maybe to install them. Now, if something happens with this and it doesn't work, you can come back here and you can do a direct download, okay? And so this gives you a link to each file, part one and part two, where you can just download them directly like you would any link to any file on the internet. So with that, uh, that's the end of today's tech tip. I hope you found that helpful. In the next tech tip, I'm gonna show you how to create a, a Micro 800 program, a simple program like we did in our earlier tech tip for the MicroLogix, and use the new simulator that came out, I think it's in version 12, the new simulator that came out with the um, CCW. So um, you can actually create and test programs like we did with the MicroLogix in the emulator earlier. And with that, that's the end of this tech tip. So let's move on to our next news story here. And this is actually an event. This is a, an event that's actually happening today. Let me zoom in here. You can see it's happening later today, 1400 EST, okay? And um, it's a free event. And this, the whole title of this is by Universal Robots. It's a 10-point checklist to benchmark your cobot suppliers. So they're gonna share their experience with you. You know, of course, they hope you do business with them, but really this is a generic checklist. That's how they're promoting it to uh, how to benchmark your cobot supplier to see if they're doing a good job, to see if they're providing the services they need to provide and so on. So in any case, I wanted to share that upcoming event. And next we have the Q&A. For Q&A today, we're gonna to take a look at this uh, post by ISA. And it's really a, a request for feedback from PLC Open. So not to be confused with Open PLC. PLC Open is, um, you know, they, they have a lot of standards. You, you see a lot of vendors like Rockwell and Siemens and others implementing some of their instructions and some of their standards. Well, these folks are asking for your help. They're asking for your feedback. So as I'm not a user in a plant, I won't be providing feedback. I'm an instructor and a, uh, and a content creator. But for you folks out there who are actually using this stuff on a daily basis, um, they're asking for your feedback. So I wanted to share this with you. Next up, we have birthdays. So uh, I want to wish everybody who has a birthday today, happy birthday. You're very lucky you have a birthday on a Friday. So I hope you have a great day. Maybe you took the day off. Maybe you're celebrating this weekend, whatever. I just hope you have a great birthday. Now, if you are connected with me on LinkedIn and you have your birthday in your profile, you show up on my birthday list. And I just want to wish right now all my connections that have a birthday today a very happy birthday, including Ryan, Cody, Charles, Lakshama, Oscar, and that's it. So not a lot of birthdays today, but happy birthday to all my connections. I hope you all are having a great time. Drop me a note sometime to say hi. Let me know what you're working on or send in a question. We can cover it in our Q&A section. But in any case, I will connect with anybody in industrial automation. So please feel free to reach out to me and connect on LinkedIn. There's so much, you know, unlike other social media platforms, there's a lot of 
industrial automation stuff on LinkedIn. So check it out. And with that, we'll move on to our community spotlight here. And let me turn it on to view as a member so you get a better look at what you would see, except for this banner up here. But in any case, everything I do, like I released yesterday's tech tip that I did in the show as a separate video, and I actually updated the article on the automation blog. So everything I do, I'm posting up here. This is like one way you can follow me and see everything I'm doing, learn about all the news, learn about what's happening with insights and automation. You can post questions up here. You can answer questions and you can send me messages if, now following is free, but to be able to post and read and send messages, you have to sign up for its cost of one cup of coffee a month. So if you want to be part of our community, I'd love to have more people posting, more people asking questions, more people answering questions in this uh, in this uh, community up there. Please consider checking that out. That's automation.locals.com. Next up, we have uh, just a reminder to send us your news tips. If you see some news I'm not covering, please send it in using this form and I'm going to check it out. You can let me know here if you want to be anonymous or if you want to get credit for finding the story. And uh, either way, it's great with us. And uh, so I wanted to uh, let you know that. Also, there's so much I want to do with this show. And, uh, you know, I, I want to pick up uh, some, some additional staff, you know, somebody to work on the website, somebody to do the video editing, somebody to do the marketing. I was telling my wife this morning over coffee, there's like all these things we need to do, but, you know, the, you know but for time. Um, but in any case, like one of the things would be to update this advertise page, but um, we haven't added the advertising options. We're still developing that for advertisers to sponsor the show, but we'd love to get some vendors. If, if you're a user, tell your vendors to sponsor our show so we can add some more features and, and um, you know, uh, put some more wrappers around it and whatnot. But in any case, this is our advertising site where, you, where it has all the information about advertising on the automation blog, the automation show, the automation minute, and so on. But um, down here at the bottom, there's a form you can fill in if you're interested in advertising. Eventually, we'll get the information about advertising on the automate.news website and the Automation Morning Show up there as well. With that, I want to go over here. And I did work last night. My wife was uh, babysitting our two-year-old grandson. And uh, I was sitting there with my noise-canceling headphones trying to get some work done. And I get some work done here on uh, automate.news. Um I'll tell you what I did. I actually put a new uh, image up here at the top. So um, you can see that there. And again, this is a kind of a, still kind of a placeholder. I'm sure we'll come up with something, something uh, even better in the future. I also added to the menu and made the menu bigger. So I was having a hard time reading it. I don't know if it's just me because I'm old or if everybody thought the text was too small. But, um, you know, this is the default Zoom and I wanted to make the menu text bigger. So we still have automate.show that goes to theautomationblog.com where I post all the uh, the uh, posts with that have the text version and the video version and the audio version. We hope to get the audio version up on podcasting soon. Um, we got the link to the automation blog, the automation school. We have the submit news link, which you just saw. We also have the sponsor link you just saw that I just showed you. There's a link to the sponsor. We also have follow. This is for uh, automation.locals.com. So you can follow or support there. And then I added a shop if you want to pick up one of these coffee cups. I saw that somebody tried to buy a coffee cup last week and it didn't go through. I haven't had a chance to look at why, but a lot of times it's because the address does not match the credit card. So people move, they don't change the address or companies change where their accounts uh, receivable and payable go and they don't change the credit card. So that's probably why it didn't go through. So your, your address, you know, that's a, that's a, it's amazing how many people steal credit cards and try to use them online. It's, it happens every single day. 
But um, that's one of the checks we have is you, you have to know the address of your credit card, um, your billing address that you have in the credit card to use it on our site. But um, you'll find cups like this, all kinds of cups, T-shirts. Um, hopefully in the summer, I will be wearing some of the, the awesome shirts that we have up there that I designed myself. Um, funny shirts, you know, like the PLC guy and things like that. But in any case, that will take you to the shop. And then, of course, I increased the text size here because I just think it was a lot of wasted space and it was really tiny. So that's kind of an update on the automate.news website. We're really seeing the visits there grow. If you prefer just to get up in the morning and have a bunch of links to look at, now again, because we're on Eastern time, we're not getting this updated until, you know, 9, 10 o'clock. But so in the West Coast, that's early morning. But you folks on the East Coast with me, it's probably a lunchtime uh, thing. But in any case, we want to always keep this like an aggregate site, really, really simple, and uh, just have all the links in there. Now, one of the things I'd like to do here, I, these just these great ideas, is you to have the ability to search for vendors, you know, so be able to cl click a vendor. Like if you just wanted to see Siemens or Rockwell or Opto 22 or whatever, you'd be able to see that and just see their news. And another one would be by the tag, like if it's related to a PLC or an HMI or a VFD or you know, a control valve or something like that. So lots of ideas of things on how we can make this site better. And uh, that, if we get some sponsors, those are some of the things we'll be able to do. But I'm just thinking it would be really cool. And then have it as an RSS feed that we could send over to the automation blog and just kind of have like a ticket going across the top. So those are some of the ideas. Of course, I did put some uh, placeholder ads here. These are coming over from the automation blog. So these are the ads you typically see over there. Um, so eventually we'll uh, we'll have, if you sponsor to automate.news, you'll get an ad on here as well as sponsor, you know, a mention in the show. But with that, I think we pretty much wrapped up the show for today. I want to thank you all for taking time out of your busy day to watch the show and uh, talk about the news with me. Feel free to comment. You can comment there. You can comment on the automation blog. You can comment over at Locals. Uh, send me a message on LinkedIn. But uh, let me know how you're doing. Let me know if you have any good ideas to make the show even better or the website better. And with that, I just want to wish you an awesome Friday. Have a safe, healthy, and happy day. And until next time, my friends, peace.